Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic today is headaches in children and adolescents, evidence-based guidelines for optimal treatment. My guest is Dr. Jennifer Bickle. Dr. Bickle is the medical director of the headache program at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Dr. Bickle, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, let's just start off with a nice simple question. What is the headache action plan? The Headache Action Plan is an evidence-based tool that we developed to help PCPs to be able to initiate care in their office quickly, effectively, without having to rely upon referral to a neurologist, as there's often a shortage of child neurologists out there. The Headache Action Plan can help the PCP to be able to choose what sort of prevention is needed, what abortive medicine might be needed, and then also it provides easy-to-use guidelines for being able to set up a headache calendar, to be able to write a letter for the school, and to be able to give lifestyle recommendations, all with just the click of a button. It then creates a packet for the patient um, to be able to give to them so they have the education they need to be able to take control of their own headaches. The idea behind this is essentially to be able to empower the PCPs to be able to treat the patients before the downward spiral of headache-related disability begins. So I'm, I'm actually on the site now. Let me go ahead and give the site associated with the plan. That's headachereliefguide.com. Yeah. And it's a great-looking site, Dr. Bickle. I'm looking at it. It looks like it's very easy to navigate, which is important today. Everybody's busy, 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 right? But I, it, does, it does make me wonder. Are, are, so there are other sites out there. Uh, was there something missing from those sites that you wanted to include at the headachereliefguide.com? You know, I think that there's excellent education sites out there. As originally, we thought about naming the site Pediatric Migraine, but then we realized that nobody Googles Pediatric Migraine. You know, what they're looking for is they're looking for the cause of their headaches, the relief of their headaches, and often the educational sites that we have out there are for more educated individuals, but if we really want to be able to reach the people early on and reach everybody at all different reading levels, then we try to develop an interactive site that would be engaging not just for adolescents, but also for adults, a site in which they would be able to take quizzes and be able to figure out how protected their brain is from headaches. There are engaging videos in which there's a little bit of humor mixed into it to learn about how to take care of their headaches, to learn about uh, the pathophysiology of pain. We tried to make it really actually resemble the websites that adolescents are using now, such as Netflix, et cetera, that have that sort of a, an interactive feel to it. So a little bit different than kind of a website that really is just a text-based website. And I do want to mention to the listeners that when you go to the site, the main homepage is for, it looks more geared uh, towards the patient, but there is a a, up to the uh, upper left is a link to the for medical providers, and I assume that's what would lead into the headache action plan for primary care physicians. Is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And it's also important to point out that for funding reasons, the site is fully operational on a PC, on a Mac, on a laptop. It is not fully operational on a phone or on a tablet. So if you want to be able to get to the medical provider a portal, it's going to have to be on a more traditional computer. And so what the physician would do is go in there, put in their information. Don't worry, none of it is saved. 
Um, it's really the only reason why the doctor has to put in their name is just so later on when the letter is generated to the school, it'll automatically populate their name in it to make it easier for them. And then there's a section in the medical um, provider portal that can teach them about headaches, or they can skip right towards creating the action plan. Right, right, right. Yeah, I went to the site. I actually went in there. I put my name in, and I'm in the physician portal, and there's what to learn more and, and fill out a new action plan. If a, if a physician goes into that part where they went to fill out an action plan, can you walk us through uh, the steps there? Absolutely. So the very first thing is putting in the patient's name and their weight. Because this is for the ages 12 and above, it'll automatically boot you out if you try to put in someone that's 10. There's really just not the evidence in that young of population to have provided such clear-cut guidelines. So then the next step, once you've put in the patient's name and the weight, is to answer the simple question, of, is, is the patient experiencing more than four days of headache a month? If they're experiencing more than four days of headache a month, then it'll give you options to choose from amitriptyline, topamax, or magnesium for daily prevention. If they're not experiencing more than four days of headaches a month, then it skips you to the next section of an abortive therapy. So this doesn't tell the provider exactly what medication to use, but it gives them evidence-based guidelines for two or three options, and they can choose what's best for them. The next section would be abortive medicines, asking just some question of are, are over-the-counter medications effective? If they are, then an abortive medicine isn't needed. But if, it, in a, but if the over-the-counter medications are not effective, then once again, it provides options and advice for what could be considered. Um, do you need to add an antiemetic? And then the next section is going to be about lifestyle recommendations. The PCP can just um, type in a couple, uh, just with a click of a box, really, uh, recommendations for drinking more water, getting more exercise. And what that will do later on when it comes time to report um, to generate the packet is it will go ahead and have handouts developed for prevention guidelines for abortive medicines, and as well as for those lifestyle recommendations. It then moves on to school. A lot of times, if we can just provide some accommodations at school, we can prevent disability. We can prevent the kids from missing full days of school. And so it allows, just by clicking a couple uh, suggestions, that it automatically will formulate a school letter so that all this um, PCB has to do is sign it and then hand it to the family to take to the school. And then finally, it allows the PCP to do a headache calendar, customized headache calendar, if that's how they would like to treat their patients. So, Dr. Bickle, I kind of went through the process as you were saying, and there is a section in here that I find interesting, too, and I like to see this, is the health habits, um, yes. recognizing that there are lifestyle um, things that uh, the patients can do to, to improve. So I think this is very comprehensive and, and very nice. Well, how many physicians are using this a website, this portal, um, you know, every month or so? You know, we've actually only, because we did this as part of a grant that was funded to implement system change in adolescent migraine. So we've only targeted it within one local school district. And in that school district, what we've been doing is utilizing school nurses to identify the kids with headache-related disability when they come to their office for headache complaints and then encouraging the kids to go to the website and make an appointment with their PCP. That's one of the key components is that with the limited time that doctors have with their patients, that we're encouraging um, the public to make an appointment specifically with their PCP to get their headaches addressed. So we're just now, as a matter of fact, that's why we're, we're talking, is because we're just now starting <laughs> to um, expand it. 
<laughs> right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks it looks really nice. Now back, so let's go. Okay, so that's working through the uh, medical provider mm-hmm. uh, provider polder page. Let's go back out to the home page, and I see there's a section for learning about your headaches, um, experience, yeah. control. So prepare. this again, is obviously really, for the patient. Yes, yeah. and we really try to use the words to allow them to feel empowered to take control of their headaches not just to show up at their PCP's office and expect a cure. The video, I think, is one of the most important things. It's available in Spanish as well. And what it does is it shows a patient what's going on during a headache, explains why they have headaches. And I think that many doctors would be relieved to know that it also says, you know, that they should not expect narcotics. They shouldn't expect extensive testing. They should just expect a, a, a physical examination, a good history. And then, you know, really so that that way, I think so many of them think that they're all going to need MRIs. And what we're trying to do and what we've implemented at our own hospital is that when they were referred to us, uh, we're asking that they watch the video so they know what to expect at their appointment. And then the next section is experience. This idea is essentially that we can't really share pain, but um, this is an experience in which you can build your own migraines, such as maybe the visual auras or the sounds sensitivity or uh, what you might be thinking when you have a migraine, and this can be shared on Facebook or Twitter, so it shows what it's like to have a migraine in the classroom. The next section is control, once again, trying to empower our patients that it's not just about medications, and this section goes through all the lifestyle habits that they need, including quizzes on, you know, how healthy are they? Are they getting the exercise they need? Are they drinking the water they should be? And then our pain psychologist developed all of the the videos that we have there that have the relaxation exercises, such as breathing exercises and progressive muscle relaxation. And then one of my favorite sections is prepare, which is a seven-question true or false section, asking the, the child and their family if they are ready to get headache relief. And what this is, is are you ready to see your doctor? Are you prepared with the information that you need in order to get the right treatment? Uh, for example, evidence has shown that If a patient is able to describe how headaches affect their life, then they're more likely to get the right treatment from their doctor. So we all have had those frustrations, right, of patients that aren't prepared. What we're really trying to do is empower the system, not just through PCPs, but also through school nurses and um, reaching the families directly. The website is headacherelief.com guide.com it dr bickle it's laid out wonderfully it's simple to to navigate the content is easy to understand on on both sides of it the patient and the and the provider side excellent job and i'm very excited for you to see you know what this site does uh for people i think you're you're definitely on the right track here and i'm going to thank you also for coming on this show you are listening to transformational pediatrics with children's mercy kansas city for more information you can go to childrensmercy.org That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Have a great day.